And so it is. Dear Shambhur, we continue the energy of this gathering, of the Shaud, that we are all participating in, the Jean Corps, the me again. You know, it's like if you were standing on a crossroads, but not just two roads crossing, but many, many, many roads. And you sent one of your thoughts down one road, one of your dreams down another, one of your feelings down yet another road, one of your creative imaginations down another. Every idea, thought, feeling, part of you, you sent down a different road. So you could explore parts of yourself. And you kept the you, the human aspect, focused on just one road. You continued that journey, somewhat on your own and lonely, but yet underneath always knowing that every idea and thought of you was embarking on their own journey, discovering their, their own things, finding their own expression. And someday, which is in the now moment, all of, all of the thoughts and dreams and aspirations and potentials come back together. Ja encore, me again. That's just me. That's just a feeling that I've had that was off exploring. That was an idea that I had that I didn't think I ever did anything with, but now I realize that I did. It was off exploring. Perhaps it wasn't manifesting right here on earth in this third dimension, but it was doing something somewhere. Every dream, every imagination, and every idea. Not many humans will ever have their roads converge together in this lifetime. Maybe lifetimes from now, in the distant future, but the potential for you is to have the convergence occur now. To have these parts of you that have seemed fuzzy or even non-existent now come into your consciousness. It's those aha moments. It's the feeling that you're integrating yourself back together. It's the bringing together the Ja encore of you. I don't want to give you any specifics of how it's going to affect your life. would like you to discover that for yourself. But we'll continue to talk about this for many, many shouts into the future. The bringing the back together of you, meeting yourself once again. Instead of that dream that you had one night as seeming like some crazy fragment that you don't understand, the Jean Corps brings it back. Now you'll understand that dream, and for many of you, it will actually occur in this reality. Some of the dreams that you've had at night, you're living out somewhere else, but now in your new consciousness, you're bringing those in to actually happen right here on earth. Jean Cor. And with that, let us take the questions. Other entities say... 
say that at the time of the quantum leap, the photon energy will enter through gates and that the strongest energy will enter through the gate over the old city of Jerusalem. It will cause an earthquake that will destroy the holy mountain. There will be some kind of darkness that will engulf the whole planet for about one and a half to three days. Many souls will leave their bodies, and we will be in some kind of sleep state during this time. While you keep saying that we will feel nothing, could you please elaborate on that? And this is a woman from Israel asking this. Indeed. Sounds like yet just another day on earth. Shake, rattle, roll. (laughs) Nice. Joking. In this thing that we call the quantum leap, it is... um, there is potentials in everything. There is potentials for all sorts of things to happen. There is the potential for these uh, cataclysmic type of things to happen, and they're often associated with some of the archetypical symbols like, like Jerusalem and the Holy Land. But it is just a potential, and we see a very, very slight chance of anything like that happening because, well, humans aren't really choosing it right now. They're not necessarily choosing that type of drama, that type of energy to happen. The, as the transition of the quantum leap is made, it will happen very subtly within the individuals. It doesn't need this, um, this large drama around it. So what other groups are seeing is a potential that may be acted out in other realms, but the likelihood of it being acted out here on this earthly realm in the third dimension is is very, very slim. It's important for all of you, all Shambra, not to get caught up with the drama. You don't need drama to create uh, excitement in life. You don't need the drama to to try to just keep getting through one day after the other. That is an old energy feeding. What you begin to see as you bring all the elements together that there is a new depth and um, even a new dimension to to living on earth right now. Drama is not needed and therefore that's why we say that it's very unlikely that it will happen. What is happening at a very personal level on this uh, day of the quantum leap that is coming up very soon you're literally allowing yourself to take a, let's say, a type of key and unlock a new set of potentials that is far different, uh, far more, uh, has far more depth than the old potentials you've been working with. You're bringing in a grand new opportunities into your life. Then it is up to you as individuals whether you are choosing to use them or not. They will never be inflicted on you. They will never be commanded to you. It is all about choice. Thank you. Do you have anything extra you want to add for these ladies in Israel? Yes, indeed. The the quantum leap energy of the quantum leap and new energy will have an, an effect on this land of Israel, which is very important. Uh, you may call it a portal or a gateway, but it is a energetic center on earth right now for the old religion and the old view of God. 
Literally, there are those who are holding on to an energy, and they have been for 4,000 years or more, of a God that no longer serves humans. And they are trying to keep that God in place because it was a controlling God. It was a male God, oftentimes an angry God, and a God that perhaps used the word love but never truly expressed it. It is just a human aspect. It is not truly a God, as you would know, because the God is within you, and God is nothing at all. I can't even use words, but God is nothing like how he is depicted and how he rules your society and your cultures right now. So, yes, there will come a point, whether it is in a few months or whether it is in a few years or decades, where the old God concept, which is being held in this quote-unquote holy, that's with a W, not necessarily with an H, (laughs) within this holy land, is going to have to be shaken up. Now, how hard are humans going to hold on? Well, you can see it happening all the time. They're holding on very tightly. Perhaps the wobbling of consciousness is going to help free up some of that energy so humans can discover a new spirit. And the spirit that begins with I am and then expands from there. So if there is enough consciousness that is allowing the evolvement of the new God and enough consciousness on the other hand that is holding on, that is going to cause some shake-ups. Perhaps it will come in terms of an earthquake. Perhaps it will come in terms of a war. But generally, it is a way of allowing old energy to get unstuck and to move to a new level. If humans, and especially Chambra, add to the drama of that evolvement of energy, then yes, it is very likely that it could involve some very dramatic events. But do you really need that? Do you need to look at the headlines and see that entire cities are wiped out? Do you need to look at the headlines and see that there is some grand terrorist act? Is that how you have to begin the day with your cup of coffee? To feel that drama? To feel that you're still living? There is a different way, a non-dramatic way, and a very holistic way with an H that allows you to be to work with and bring in energy and to truly appreciate everything that you are and understand the God is within. So it is a human choice. It has not been written into the book of destiny, which there is none. Hi, Tobias. It's really wonderful to be here with you. It's my birthday. I'm 60, I'm beautiful, and I am that I am. I've been waiting to do that for three yes, weeks. Yes, indeed. <laughs> and um, if, if you and Katumi got together, I know, I know. there's no telling what would happen. Yeah, but he said rap wasn't music. I know, I'm not so sure. I'd be, I used to be a lawyer, and of course now I'm a full-time teacher of music. I teach guitar, piano, and voice, and I have over 50 students now on a waiting list. This is since June of 9th of 2002, mm-hmm. when I changed careers. 
I wanted to know, and I've wanted to know for a long time, what you think the role of music is in inspiring consciousness and awareness, mm. as you put it today. Mm. Um, and also, I love the trip down memory lane that we had in our last shout, mm. where we talked about Jimi Hendrix and mm. many other artists. Um, what is the role of music from before now versus the role of music in the future that has not yet maybe reached our ears? And can I keep teaching all those old classic rock songs that I love to all of my students and still take them forward consciously? Indeed, uh, you bring up a very um, interesting topic here. Music is perhaps one of the easiest ways to allow the potential of consciousness change because of its melodies, of the vibration and the resonance of the music, not just the words or what you would call the uh, notes, but it is easier to, to put the uh, consciousness into music than just about any other thing. When your eyes read something in a book or a magazine, you tend to go mental, and you tend to actually filter out uh, consciousness potential. Or if there is a even even a speech or a talk, it tends to get a bit mental. Music, oh, it appeals to the heart, so it is much easier to allow a flow of consciousness in. You answered your own question when you pointed out to some of the some of the great uh, musicians um, back in the 60s, 70s, and even many today. Although we have to express a personal opinion. The infusion of consciousness and um, energy resonance in music is not as prolific now as it was back uh, 20, 30 years ago. There is much less of that almost um, uh, the conscious attempt to deliver consciousness through musical vibration. However, the cycles are changing. And that in this time, it is more possible to put in pure consciousness into a musical form. Especially when the composer understands that music is no longer a vibration, or just a vibration. Music is, goes beyond that now in the new energy. So you can have a, uh, a, a musical symphony that combines vibrational tones with expansional new energy resonance, all combined into the same thing. So instruments will play, singers will sing, but woven right into that is new energy consciousness and potential. It's the way of serving consciousness to humans who may not listen to shouts or read books or any of these other things. It it is, the, it is the delivery method for new energy. So, that being said, we have been waiting, not always patiently, but waiting, <laughs> to do our Ask to Buy a session about music. Yes. Indeed. We've been waiting for a variety of situations to take place, and um, one of them um, is going to, um, the very high potential that it's going to, uh, how to say, surface or come into uh, uh, actuality at the um, Quantum Leap Conference uh, in Taos in just a short period of time where you will see and feel and hear and experience the effects of a variety of types of music. 
uh, I have to tell a secret that we haven't even shared with uh, Kaldri yet. He always loves this. <laughs> One of the things we are planning on our side, uh, while the humans are planning their details, is actually using this Quantum Leap celebration as a launching point for new energy music. So, be there. Cauldron knows it. Be there and watch how watch how all of this unfolds. Thank you. For quite some time now, I've been in an almost constant state of worry over my body's health, and I've found it very difficult to stay out of fear with it. I'm also afraid of actually creating issues with it by worrying about it too. With all the changes my body's going through, now I... Now, how do I know whether or not it is simply these changes or whether to be concerned and seek medical advice? As I'm due to go for tests, which I really don't want to, but I have become so confused lately, I'm just not sure what to do, and I'm scared. Thank Indeed. you. The worrying is a form of drama, and although you will probably state that it's miserable and you hate it and you didn't bring it in, well, indeed you did. The worrying actually... Uh, dramatizes uh, events that are going on in um, not just in your body but in the mental and in the uh, creative part of your life so it's actually bringing you a great deal of uh, what you would call energy but dramatic energy energy that you really don't need a couple of things here first work with the standard technology that is allowing your body to rejuvenate it your, itself it's not very dramatic, it's not very exciting, there's not a lot of whistles and bells. Actually, standard technology is very, very boring. You are just allowing the natural functions of your body to do what they know how to do. Do your breathing, that is so important. And as odd as it may sound, don't try to achieve results because that is actually putting energy into a... Um, bias state or polarized state. As much as you want your physical body to heal, the more you are trying to make it heal, the more difficult it actually is. So it's actually about accepting. It's about not worrying about it. What's the worst that you're going to happen? The, the worst. So now with this renewed consciousness, now your body can really go to work because it, it wants to be healthy. It is programmed for health and healing and rejuvenation. It is deep within the DNA and the parts of the DNA that are now coming into this reality. It's one of the parts of yourself that has been off wandering. That healing aspect of you is coming back in. In the meantime, go to the doctor for nothing more than confirmation and comfort because otherwise I know your mind is going to continue to worry and worry and worry about things. Now, the doctor can help you truly have an understanding from an outside source. No matter what the doctor tells you, though, no matter if he says that you have uh, some type of disease or some type of imbalance in your body, understand that your body wants to rejuvenate. And it has the capability to do that. It knows how to do that. The doctor will give you some comfort and perhaps, perhaps direction. And one thing that many doctors are very good with, they're also energy movers, even though they work with medicines and tools and things like that. 
One of the greatest benefits of a doctor, particularly a new energy oriented type of doctor, is they are also helping to support the very healing work that your consciousness wants to do. So there is some underlying consciousness work going on between you and the doctor. However, always take and assume responsibility for your own body. Everything else comes in to support it. The doctor, families and friends, other types of things support support your own rejuvenation capability. Thank you. Hi, Tobias. I wanted to ask you about my youngest daughter. She is a type 1 diabetic, and recently we put her on the insulin pump, and I just wondered what you guys' opinion is of that or if you could talk about Mm. insulin-dependent diabetics. Indeed. In this particular case that you're talking about with your daughter, the... We're looking at uh, her energy level, and there is a permission to look uh, deeply here. At this point, we feel that, and no, Linda, we are not medical doctors or authorities. We're giving an energetic overview. It is not uh, physical or psychiatric advice, but rather a higher form of consciousness that we are attuning to. Thank you. Uh, Now, with that disclaimer in place... Your daughter, at this point, um, the, uh, would, would get it, go into a physical trauma without this insulin pump and without the, the type of uh, medications. It's not affecting the mind. Uh, it is working in the body. So that is, that is a good thing. It is not uh, altering the, the way the mind or even the spirit processes. It is isolated to the physical situation. But that being said... While the physical is being uh, somewhat held in balance with the insulin, there is deep, deep energy wounds here. And anytime there's a diabetic situation, it is a strong indication of the lack of love that the person has. First for themselves, a total lack of ability for self-love that manifests itself in all the people around the person the family members, uh, boyfriends, girlfriends, spouses, everything else. There is the inability to accept love also from another person. Accepting support uh, or accepting the basic physical needs to, to keep her going, yes, they can do, but they reject love, and it starts from within. That being said, There is no magic cure here. How do you encourage a person to unconditionally and absolutely love themselves? What do they go through to learn how to love? Well, one of the first steps is breathing. You can't breathe deeply if you don't love yourself. Breathing will bring about and open up a lot of very deep-seated issues and angers and all the rest of this, but it is the first step towards self-love. This is one of the things that we're going to ask all of you, and you in particular, to look at. Because it's not just about your daughter, it's about many, many others who have diabetes. You see, diabetes is an imbalance in some of the energies in the body. An imbalance in the sugar and in the blood. An imbalance in the sweetness of self and the sweetness of life. 
So I'm going to put the question back on you, and I'm going to ask you to come back in three to four months of time and talk to us about how do you get a human back to loving themselves. Your daughter, who is energetically here, is going to be is agreeing to be part of this discovery process. So it won't necessarily she, she's agreed to it. However, it's not going to make it easy. Just that she agreed to it. It will bring up issues in you and in her, and your own self-worth issues that are somewhat tied into this as well. So what a beautiful time to take a look at what does it take to love oneself and to return the balance in the physical body. Thank you. You know your homework. Thank you. For more than a year now, I've been on the verge of creating significant breakthroughs in my life. I've had several opportunities and potentials knocking at my door that make me believe that I'm about to finally manifest the things in my life I've always wanted. But when these things are about to come into manifestation, always, in the last minute, everything falls apart. It all disappears right in front of my eyes like a mirage. I try looking at the bright side, convincing myself that maybe those things were not what I really wanted in the end. But to be honest, deep down, I feel very frustrated and confused. Could you explain to me what's going on? Indeed. Achieve a phobia. <laughs> it, is, um, it, is a real, it is a real fear, achieve a phobia. The fear of achieving. You say you can almost taste it. You can almost feel it, but then it goes away. What's happening? You're afraid of it. What happens if you have that breakthrough? What responsibility does it place on you? How does it change your life? How do you have to stop feeding in the way that you've been feeding? How do you have to change some of those patterns and addictions that you have in your life? So you have achievophobia. You have to take a look at why you have this fear of breakthrough. What will it mean in your life? What will you have to give up to become all that you are? Thank you. A whole new science here. Perhaps Andra is going to go into this one. Hello, Tobias. I, you may have already alluded to my question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Um, at the end of this uh, wonderful weekend, uh, this Ascension School in Breckenridge, St. Germain said some incredible, awesome things that moved all of us there. Uh, one thing that really spoke to me was when he said that we are coming to the end of our struggles and the burdens that we have carried through so many lifetimes and that we can expect a life of joy and happiness. Um, I'd like to know if letting go of the pain in our body that I'm experiencing and a lot of other chambre is part of this. Indeed it is. And when St. Germain addressed this group, uh, which was meant for that specific group, but also had implications on all chambre, what he was saying was that in service to humanity, in service to consciousness, that Ashambra in general has given themselves uh, for many, many lifetimes in service, taking on other people's pains, taking on other people's feelings and emotions, uh, in a sense taking on the burden of uh, humanity and consciousness as 
as uh, grand as that may sound, but it is quite true. There was a conscious choice somewhere along the line to say, I will serve humanity. And by experiencing the pain of human living and the challenge and the difficulty of life, it has given all of you incredibly deep insights into what humans and even what angels are experiencing. It has given you a type of um, a type of very deep experience, so that you could understand more about how to be the consciousness inspirers of this new energy. You wanted to make sure that you weren't doing it just from a place of analysis or theory, that you were deeply immersed in it. Now you are waking up. You are realizing that it's not yours. It's not about you. And as much as you went so deeply into these experiences, you took it on for yourself. But it really hasn't been about you. Now much like Klaus, the doll maker, who kept all these beautiful dolls on his shelf instead of selling them. He realized at some point he had to let them go. And the question that we are going to ask and will continue to ask Shambra is, can you let go of so many of these struggles and challenges and difficulties that you have led yourself to believe are yours? But in reality, they are not. The only thing that is yours is what you choose in this moment. And that's all. That's the only thing that is yours. So when Saint Germain said, you're coming to a time now where you can actually have joy in your life. The question that I have is, will you allow yourself to have that? Or will you go on pretending that all of these things that induce the pain in your body and other places are you willing to let those go? Are you willing to live your own life and only your own life in joy and in freedom and in sovereignty, only for you? Now that sounds selfish, perhaps, but is it? If you are living in absolute joy and freedom, and freedom of physical pain, mental trauma, and all of these other things, if you are sovereign, don't you think that that has an effect on consciousness? Instead of carrying the burdens of humanity and carrying old consciousness, isn't it time that you inspired consciousness? Thank you. Thank you. Some good questions here. <clears throat> Hi, Tobias. I'm extremely sensitive to the energies around. Being with people and relationships have always frightened me, and I'm terribly afraid to speak in public. This problem really doesn't let me be the teacher that I am and expand my energy. The question is, I don't want to know whether it's my fear that causes me being sensitive or that being far too sensitive by nature Fear is the result. At the same time, there is something in me that makes me feel kind of grand, and I assume to be the energy pumping my Chambra energy, so to say. I also sense there's a 
There's big stuff from previous lives. Is there anything you can add? Thank you. Indeed. It is... Um, so many of you have led quiet, contemplative lives in the past. As St. Germain pointed out in the Ascension School, even in this lifetime, you don't choose a what we call a standout life, a big, dramatic life, a life where you are high profile. You tend to lead a quieter life. In the past, you've actually led very lonely lifetimes coming up to this. So you're at the point now of coming out of your shell, of coming out... Um, to be all that you are, to be an expression for an inspiration for other humans. So obviously you run into a form of achievophobia that has to do with being all that you are. Many of you don't want the responsibility and you fear that you may mislead other people so you tend to shy away. Many of you are very, very sensitive right now when you get in front of even a small group you can feel their energies. Perhaps there is a fear that you're not going to like what they feel coming at you. They may be thinking thoughts in their head and you're hearing it in yours. This dear one is not a very good speaker, very boring, very... Um, tells long stories, you know. <laughs> and, but, but, that being said, you're looking at just one aspect of what they may be thinking. The other part of them may be highly inspired, may be loving every word that you share. Remember to look at all aspects of any situation that is occurring in your life. There's basically one cure for this that I know of. Get up and do it. Don't fear failure. Yes, you might be extremely embarrassed. People might walk out but you know something happens to you when that, that occurs. Your own internal energies that you referenced here kick in. And they say, I don't care what they say. I am expressing myself and my truth, and that's all that matters. On the other hand, you may draw large groups and audiences who may come in to not just hear the words, but to feel your energy. So really have to make a de decision to just do it, no matter what happens. Thank you. Two more questions? Three. <gasps> Four. Not seven. Feel, feel, feel the voice. How many questions? Okay. Thank you. Hello, this is my first meeting, so <laughs> it's great to be here. Uh, so I'm Shambra, is that how you yes. say it? <laughs> yes, and my name is Bob, I'm Shambra. <laughs> yes. That's how we do it here, yes. Yes, well I assume that because I resonate so much with what I've been reading on the uh, internet, so it's very good stuff. Um, my question is about music, and uh, I'm a, I, I, music has been a part of my life off and on. And recently, in the last number of years, I've um, decided to um, pursue it more seriously. And I um, uh, do songwriting, and I produced a CD. Mm. And I, um, the part that's hard for me is the promotional part, mm. and I want to take this to the next level. I've been performing around a lot, but to smaller venues. And I want to take it to the next level, and I just want to um, hear what you have to say about that. Indeed. 
the um, many different thoughts going through at the same time. The first, there was a network that is being created right now by Shambra to um, distribute uh, the um, Shambra musical works. Some will achieve um, worldwide distribution through this um, this type of Shambra uh, internet portal that is uh, being built right now. Others will receive smaller uh, distribution. Uh, that shouldn't matter. Music is a type of uh, melodic counseling. And it doesn't matter if you reach out to a million people or just a few. It's more about the type of um, uh, thing we talked about before, the infusion of consciousness, uh, the, the ability actually to do energetic or uh, feeling counseling with people through music. So the thing is here to um, try a variety of sources for the distribution, which is really what this is about. Uh, don't, don't so much confuse it with promotion. Uh, it, is, it is about achieving, well, you know, energy distribution channels. I'm going to throw in my two cents worth uh, into this, saying that um, you have so many technologies available today. Incredible. When we look at the energy of the Internet, we stand behind our own short wall, we kind of look down on Earth, and we look at the Internet technology. There is so much energy, mostly old, but some new, in the Internet. Perhaps you don't realize it because you just turn on your thing, uh, processor, and uh, you're there, you're participating. But from our vantage point, we can see the energy potential in this thing you call the Internet. The Internet is a basically a reflection of or a parallel of human consciousness. And you know these days that the majority of humans right now added their energy into the Internet. It is a type of collective-uncollective. You have the personal computer at home, and it allows you to do your personal things, but it allows the consciousness of humanity to join together. And so this offers tremendous potential. Look towards distribution, not just in the conventional methods, in the physical methods, but into the internet distribution. The energy that you have placed in your music is going to resonate with specific groups, specific parts of the world even, specific, um, uh, whether it is uh, masculine or feminine, but it will, it will find its own level. You don't actually really need to promote any more these days. You just need to open distribution portals. And that applies to just about anything that Chamber does. Okay, thank you. Quite thank you. amazing. Thank you. Absolutely. I'm, uh, <clears throat> You're at your best. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, top of your game. I'm at a crossroads and direly need direction. <clears throat> a few months back, St. Germain said if someone was still having trouble with abundance, they should consider backing up or dropping out. I took the words to heart and camped out in nature these past few months, rereading every shout since 2003, just to see what I'd missed and why my life is not working like, uh, working like other Chambra. I gained many new insights and let go of things that I realized were holding me back. I spent many days in tears, 
angry and confused, as well as days filled with joy, hope, and happiness. Nonetheless, the bottom line is that no answer comes when I ask myself, what do I truly want? I need to know what is causing the blockage. Please direct me in some area because I don't want to die in apathy. Thank you. Well, you've made a choice not to die in apathy. So, uh, first of all, understand that, um, that that will come to realization. You've gone through, let yourself go to uh, a tremendous level of clearing and self-discovery most humans don't go through. So give yourself honor and credit for going through this process. You're doing it very, very quickly, not just um, stretching it over many lifetimes, but you are literally exploring every part of yourself. Now, you've gone to the point of analysis where you can't analyze anymore, which is a good thing. You can't possibly try to figure out the pieces anymore, and you now know that doesn't work. In a sense, you become an empty vessel now. Your frustration, obviously, is noted. Your desperation. But go back to what we talked about at the beginning of the shout. Behind every bad day is a good day. When you put the bad day and the good day together, you have a whole different reality. It's not just a day anymore. It's an experience. So you have this tremendous desperation, but in the other part, the counterpart, is this tremendous satisfaction and completion. That's exactly the point that you're at right now. An empty vessel, in a way, because of the exhaustion, the frustration, and the desperation. You'll allow anything to come in to basically rescue you right now. The only one that can is you, but at least you're open to that. Now, take take another look and listen, not read, but listen to this shout a few more times. The Jean-Encore, bringing back together yourself, meeting you. While you have been busy in this desperate search to try to figure things out and to uh, repair yourself as a human and as a spirit, you've literally sent all sorts of energy aspects of you, parts of you, off exploring into every realm. You remember doing that, don't you? You remember saying, I have to go check this dimension out. I need to check that potential out. You've done that in your quiet and your solitude, and now those parts and pieces start coming back together. Don't force them. Don't try to coerce them or to manipulate them. Just let them. The minute you feel yourself getting into the brain, trying to think them back in, let it go. Forget about it. Take a walk and take a deep breath. They will come back in. You will come back in, Jean Cor, naturally and easily. When you do, you're going to then have one of those tremendous aha moments of how you've actually planned this, how you put all this together to help you understand the depths of yourself. The issue of abundance and health will no longer become the focus or the issues. They'll be the natural result of allowing you to just be yourself. The words the words that we use are difficult because there is a tendency to try to figure out the words. So we're going to just ask you to go back into the very feeling of this message right now. 
we are adding a consciousness. We are adding a type of energy into this, a potential for you. Now just let it in. Watch how all the pieces come back together, but in a very new way. The you, the old you, in a sense, has died, has gone away. The new you now starts coming into this reality. Thank you. One more or two more questions? Hi, Tobias. I think you've answered my question, but I, one of the things that um, I've done that you, in this lifetime, that you haven't spoken very optimistically about is um, psych medications. And I was wondering what you see in the energy about this and how to bring that part of me back home. Indeed. Just your uh, awareness of it uh, makes a huge difference. The fact that you understand what you've done in the past, that you needed to stabilize yourself, and the fact that you have used these uh, psych drugs actually opens it up for, for, as you say, bringing it all back together. Uh, we have a little joke, uh, you and I, uh, that you know about. Um, <laughs> you are there is so much grandness in you that you don't want to look at. So you play a game that you're ungrand. And that in itself is very, very grand. <laughs> there is so much potential in you. And um, I have chastised you many times. I said, you have let yourself experience it in past lifetimes. Um, the human grandness, the, the part that uh, is a ruler of, of lands, uh, the part of you that uh, had influence over many, many people. And in a sense, you you play a game now that that really wasn't you. So you play on grand. That, that's pretty grand. Um, so it's time now. You're getting bored with the old game, which I've told you that you would. You're getting to the point now where you want to live in a new way. Don't worry about the psych drugs, as it were. However, I'm going to make um, a couple recommendations um, here. Um, this is not medical advice. It is not psychiatric advice. This is grand spiritual advice, which is better than any of those put together. I feel Saint Germain. <laughs> For those of you who have been on the uh, psych drugs, the the mind drugs, depression and mood drugs, if you've been off of these drugs for for about a year of time. And there are tendencies to either go back on or there's generally a tendency of feeling very incomplete. They leave a hole, kind of a um, um, psychological hole in you, an incompletion that tends to stay on even long after you give up uh, these medications. Um, we have found in our energy research on this side to eat a lot of fish, fish from the ocean, not from the lakes or rivers. Things like um, what you call the uh, tuna, uh, salmon, um, uh, shrimp, uh, shellfish, any fish that comes from the ocean tends to have a, a, a homeopathic um, or natural healing effect. 
This is not true, by the way, if you are currently taking the medications and you are trying to get off of them. You'll find almost a reverse effect. But if you've been off for a period of about a year, uh, a lot of fish. Uh, you'll find that, first of all, it is um, your system likes that much better than uh, the heavier things like meats. And you'll find that uh, you have a preference after having a fairly steady diet of fish for, not just fish, but fish um, once every few days. You'll find that um, uh, after several months of this, that that hole, that sense that there's still a hole inside you and an incompleteness will go away. It will actually help to wash out some of the psychological and whatever physical residues still remain within you. Thank you. Stop worrying. Thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> Last question. Yes. Hi, Tobias. Thank you. This is pure indulgence for me. Good. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've been up here to talk with you, and since our day, days are numbered, it may be the last time. I want to thank you for inspiring me for so long, and just find out if there's anything you want to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> laughing at me. <clears throat> We're taking a look at your energy here. Um... um Yes, there is. Um, there is. But um, it's going to cause a few ripples and uh, shake-ups and things like that. There's going to be some late-night phone calls and discussion going on as a result of this. But yes, uh, it is very important right now that you begin teaching. Um, you begin teaching. So uh, that is it. That is your passion. That is your desire. There have been things that have held you back. Uh, yourself for one, manifested um, in a variety of different ways, but teach, teach. And um, if it doesn't work out the way that you want, come back and we'll have a talk with some other people. Thank you. Thank you. Don't ever let anyone stop you, Shambra. Be your full expression of who you are. With that, it has been a delight on this day. Jean, encore, me again. And so it is. <laughs>